the things that you're going to use to guide your personal brand, your brand voice, the content you create, the vision of your brand, the tone, the personality. We're going to talk more about this, but the whole point is you're going to use this not to blend in, but to stand out. It's the stuff that makes you different. You are listening to the High Growth Founders Podcast, where we give you unfiltered truth and ideas about accelerating the growth of your startup and becoming the founder you were born to be. No fluff, no games, just straight to business. I'm your host, Casey Jones. Through my career as a coach, consultant, advisor, and mentor, I've worked with hundreds of founders on their go-to-market strategy, building an authentic personal brand, and growing as a leader. You are here for one thing growth. And this show is dedicated to helping founders accelerate growth, period. We will dive into not only the best strategies that are working today, but discuss the biggest mistakes and failures that industry leaders have made in the past so you don't have to. So kick back, relax, and let's get into the show. Probably the investment, this business investment you can make with the highest ROI is in your personal brand as an entrepreneur. When I look at the money, the opportunity, the speaking gigs, the friendships, you name it, that have come from me being active on social media, the vast majority of what I've made in the last few years have come from my personal brand. And so many of my nearest and dearest friends have come through social media also, which sounds nerdy, but it's it's real or through my personal brand. And um, so today we're going to talk about something that I did a thread on Twitter about this and it freaking lit up. And so I've realized we need to talk about it here. So here's the deal. You do not need to pick a niche. I know everyone says that you do, Fuck that. Excuse my French. Instead, I'm going to teach you how to pick a personal brand theme, one that delivers maximum value to your business, to yourself, to your audience, makes it more fun to do this work, delivers bonkers amounts of value, and sets you apart. So let's dive in. This is going to be a little bit of a longer episode, but I promise it's going to be worth it. We are going to dig into how do you do this step by step, and I'll be sharing some resources along the way. So let's get to it. Everyone says you have to pick a niche, especially for your personal brand. And I think that that is bullshit. So I talked about this recently on Twitter. I'll share the link to the thread. And the response was kind of outrageous of tons and tons of people saying, oh my God, this is what I needed to hear. Thank you. Lots of arguments too, and a lot of DMs. And so it made me realize I need to talk about this here. So this might be a little bit of a longer episode because we're going to go into some detail here. I'm going to go deeper than I did on, on Twitter, but I think this, I know that if you are anybody, if you are an entrepreneur or anybody who wants to build a personal brand, 
who wants to be known for what you do, you need to hear this, especially if you are sort of a complex human and or you solve problems for customers or you deliver value in a complex way. I'm going to use myself as an example. I refer to myself as a growth strategist. I mean, I do a million different things. Sometimes that's advising on sales strategy. Sometimes that is um, coaching founders on mindset. Sometimes it is really nuts and bolts, marketing or pricing and positioning, rewriting sales or marketing messaging. It's It can be a million things related to how people and businesses grow. There's a lot of freaking layers to it. And so it makes it hard sometimes for me to talk about what I do and how I do it in a way that is easy to latch on to. And a lot of us are this way. A lot of us are, we create immense value for the audiences that we serve because we layer together a bunch of different things that we've done in the past to create this more complex and holistic product or service. And so when you are that sort of person, when you are running that kind of business, your personal brand can be really challenging. You're not just talking about one very, very specific thing. So finding that niche is really hard. Also, some of the conversation that came up around this is that even the phrase niche can feel limiting. So a lot of folks that don't come from a marketing background hear niche and they immediately think like, I can only talk about one thing and only talk about it in one way. And let me tell you, that gets really freaking boring and you're a lot more likely to burn out. So today we are going to talk about how you do not have to pick a niche. And instead, we are going to talk about a personal brand theme. And I'm going to break down the framework that I use and that I have used to teach hundreds of people. And by the way, coming up here, I think this episode is going to launch on October 25th. So on November 14th, I am launching with Erica Schneider, who is a badass, incredible writer and editor, and she trains people on writing and editing both on Twitter and um, kind of digital writing in general. She is amazing. We are together teaming up to launch a social writing boot camp, and I will be leading the branding portion of how do you figure out who you are, what you're about, what you're going to talk to, who you talk to, what you talk about, all of these other things. Um, we we have we already have I think 16 or 17 people that have signed up. The numbers are increasing. The people that have already signed up are freaking amazing. We're going to do a cohort based course on Maven. I highly, obviously, I'm super biased, but I highly recommend if you want to build a personal brand. We're going to be focusing on Twitter, but a lot of this stuff will be relevant to LinkedIn as well. And we'll send the live stuff will be focused on Twitter, but we're going to give a lot of additional stuff for LinkedIn. So check it out. I will share the link in the show notes. Okay. But let's dive into this. So don't pick a niche, pick a theme. And it's really putting putting the structure of the theme together. And so one of the things I need you to think about first is how you measure your success. And way too often in kind of personal brand stuff, you focus on the wrong things. You focus on vanity metrics, likes, followers, retweets, those kinds of things. And guess what? That shit doesn't matter. 
or it matters very, very little. And instead, this is about how do you make people want to follow you, want to do work with you? How do you make them love, trust, and admire you? And I want to be clear, my best, my most successful tweets and threads when it comes to those metrics, likes and followers, never get me business. The ones that get me business are usually the ones that don't actually do that well from those metrics. So if you follow those metrics only, yeah, you might have a big following, but that doesn't mean that you will have a big business. So as you go into this, you need to really think about what matters to you. What would success look like? And build a personal brand strategy around that. And a lot of what we're going to talk about here is the fact that the only way a personal brand can really add value to you, to your life, to your bottom line is if it is differentiated, if you break free from the noise. And in order to do that, you've got to stand for something. You've got to have credibility and you need to teach people. They've got to get something. They've got to get value. They've got to learn from you. And you can't bullshit this. Okay, people can tell if it is not genuine. So if you take contrary uh, positions just because, people just get annoyed. Okay, it's about plumbing the depths of who you are and showing the stuff that differentiates you. So here's where we're going to start. Above all else, I want you to focus on your values. Okay, and not that surface level bullshit that people kind of spout off. I used to think that I knew my values. I didn't know my values. I really didn't. I just said stuff that kind of sounded nice. And it wasn't until people betrayed my values that I started to realize like, oh, that I, that I care more about that than I thought I did. So in order to find your values, I want you to go deep into what truly matters to you. So here's an exercise. And by the way, Another thing I'm going to share in the show notes, I just published a high growth founders newsletter where we go deep into how to do this. I'm going to cover it high level right now, but I'll share the link to this if you want to go deeper. So go deep into what truly matters to you. Write out your life story, okay? The peaks and the valleys. Every absolutely freaking amazing experience and every absolutely shitty one. And then what I want you to do is I want you to write out what did you learn from these? What values did you gain? And guess what? You're going to learn way freaking more from the miserable experiences than you will from the sublime. But keep those sublime ones in there because you will you will learn things about what matters and, and what you want more of. Okay. So if you do this, what's going to wind up happening is you're going to have probably, I don't know, 10 to 15, maybe even 20 values that you pull out of these experiences, these inflection points in your life. But you can't have 15 to 20 values. It's too many. So if you actually take a look at this, you're going to realize that some of them are kind of similar or they're around the same theme. And what you want to do is you want to put them into a category. It's kind of an umbrella category. You want to distill them down to maybe four to five core values. What do you stand for? These are the beliefs and the causes that you would absolutely freaking fight for. Okay. These are the things that you're going to use to guide your personal brand, your brand voice, the content you create, the vision of your brand, the tone 
the personality. We're going to talk more about this, but the whole point is you're going to use this not to blend in, but to stand out. It's the stuff that makes you different. If you're listening to this show, I know you care about growth, growth of the revenue and even better, the profits of your business, growth of the freedom and autonomy in your life and growth of yourself as a founder. And you are exactly who I created the High Growth Founders newsletter for. When you subscribe every week, you get an email with simple, actionable advice to help you be the high growth founder you were meant to be. No BS, no fluff, just the strategies, tactics, and resources I've learned that help you grow your business and yourself as a founder. So go to newsletter dot highgrowthfounders.com and subscribe today. So next, this is the next big step. You need to know who you are talking to. And this can be a little bit tricky. You know, I'm going to assume that a lot of you are business owners, but sometimes who you're talking to isn't your kind of perfect customer or maybe It is a lot of the time, but that's not the only person you talk to. So it might be your ideal customer, but it also might be a younger version of you. It might be your peers. You've got to decide that for yourself. Because ideally, when you are writing a social media post, when you are recording a podcast episode, when you are recording a video for TikTok, you imagine that you are talking to one person, one person. And you need to think about what are their struggles? What are their dreams? What are their goals? How can you help them? So one of the reasons why I like thinking about you might be talking to a younger version of you is go back and think, okay, five years ago, what's all the shit that I wish someone had told five years ago me so that it could have sped up these last five years. I could have learned these things in two or three years instead of five. Like what are those lessons that that version of you needed to hear? Create the content for that person, right? And what winds up happening here is that when you are authentically you and and it serves their need, they freaking love you for it. You build meaningful relationships, okay? But so if you know who that person is, now what do you say to them? And it's Erica who, who actually created this phrase and I love it is how do you align your why with their so what? Mm, I love that. So what you're going to do now, this is step number three, and you're going to go through a framework that I absolutely freaking love. I think I'm going to need to create to do this in its own podcast episode, but it's what I call skills, passions, and triumphs. So I want you to sit down and I want you to make this laundry list of all the stuff you're good at. Don't be shy and include weird stuff, okay? It doesn't have to be stuff that is perfectly related to your job, okay? If you are really good at organizing a closet or cooking a meal or taking care of your ornery grandma, I don't care what it is, add it to that list. Make it as long and as exhaustive as possible brag about yourself to yourself. Okay. Second is passions. So what do you love? What do you love doing? What do you obsess over? Right. You know, for me, I'm not good at this, but like, what do I love? I love 
learning about chefs. I love cuisine and fine dining. I love cooking competition shows. Like I am absolutely fascinated with the art of cooking an incredible meal. I'm an okay cook. I'm not great. I'm not going to put that on my list of skills. You're not going to throw a meal I I make like in the trash, but no one's going to hire me. (laughs) But I love it. And because I love it, I actually learn a ton about my work and about myself from that passion. So what I want you to do is, is all the passions. And some of it is going to be stuff that, that you are also good at. Some of it is going to be related to your job, your work. Some of it isn't, right? What do I love? I love dogs. I love dogs more than anything, more than humans for sure. But I also love helping people grow. I love making a founder feel like they can do something that 45 minutes before they didn't think they could do. I love being people's hype woman. I live for that shit, right? So all of your passions, what's the stuff that you love learning about? What do you love doing? Okay. And now the last part of the section, your triumphs. So this is what have you overcome in life? What is the hard stuff you have been through that you've gotten through? And how did you do it? What did you learn from it? What were the outcomes? So if you go through all of those three things, first of all, you're going to realize that those there's a theme. So I've learned from my own, the stuff that I am good at, that I love doing, and the ways that I overcame my struggles, it's all about growth. I'm obsessed with it. It is my passion in life. Personal, professional, human, relationship, all of it, right? And so, yes, you're going to start to realize like there are there's a commonality that is part of this theme for you, but you've also just given yourself a ridiculous list of content ideas. I mean, seriously, it's going to be long. It's going to be exhaustive. You can tie them together. Probably most of the things you've listed, there's actually probably 20 topics even within those. There's a lot here. So what you want to think about and the way this is going to kind of set you up is that an effective brand, it makes It makes people want to know you better. It builds credibility. It builds kind of love and affection, and it inspires people. And so it's that authenticity and authority matched together. That is what leads to business relationships, okay? Revenue-generating ones and then ones that are just satisfying and fantastic. So you really want to think about this overlap. Okay, I have this image in the thread. It is a Venn diagram where you've got your audience and their their goals, their struggles, their needs, and you've got you, your skills, passions, and triumphs. And the, the overlapping part of that is brand magic, okay? And this part of the exercise is really going to help you nail that. So now, everything that we've talked about, if you turn off this episode right now, you are well on your way to creating a badass personal brand, But the next two steps are the things that are going to completely elevate it, right? So that you can find your true fans. It's the stuff that will absolutely differentiate you. So this next section is what we're going to talk about of creating a competition-free strategy, content strategy. So what I want you to do is now you think about who you're targeting and what you're talking about. I want you to look at that and think, okay, who else is out there who is talking to this audience about something similar? Scan your industry, do a market scan, make a list of the top creators, 
And you don't have to do all of them, but do the ones that you admire, whose content you think is really good, who impact your audience. Make this list. And it's really important that you know your space because then you can find your perfect differentiated little home within it. So you've got this list. Now I want you to deconstruct their content and their strategy. So what are the formats that work well for them? What platform are they on? What types of posts do they do? Do they do video? Do they do threads on Twitter? Are they long? Are they short? Do they add images? What topics do they cover? What angles of those topics do they cover? What hooks do they use? And as you start to put this all together, and I recommend doing it on on like a spreadsheet, what I want you to do is notice what is missing, okay? Where is the gap? Where is the gap that you can uniquely fill in this industry, in this market? That is your competition-free content strategy. That's the thing that is going to help you stand out from the crowd. And one more little detail that you're going to use to completely differentiate, it's your vibe, baby. Okay, so what you're going to do, right, you're going to look at your values, the content that you're putting out, your audience, and what makes you different. And you're going to kind of put that together to think about like how you want to make people feel. I love this Maya Angelou quote. I've learned that people will forget what you said. People will forget what you did, but people will never forget how you made them feel. So decide, how do you want to make people feel? So for me, I want people to feel pumped, inspired. I want them to feel like they can do more than they thought they could. That is the overarching style of everything I put out there, right? My whole thing is about embracing the full scope of who you are and the full spectrum of life and humanity and all of these freaking things. And when you put together that that brand kind of attitude and personality and style, I'm going to warn you, some people will hate it. That's actually a good thing. That means you are onto something. If no one hates it, then it's too milk toast. It's too boring. It's not interesting enough. And it's not you enough. Be willing to be bold. When you do it that way, the right people, your people will absolutely freaking love it and you. Okay. So you bring these things together And this is your personal brand theme, okay? And I'll be clear with you, on social media especially, you might grow faster with a niche. That doesn't mean that you will grow in a way that actually grows your business, grows your bottom line, delivers meaningful value to you and your life. And the more complicated you and your business is, the more complex your brand needs to be. Because if you try to oversimplify it, it's boring. And it won't really work. And I'll be honest with you, it's a journey. Like I know all of this about myself, but while trying to do things on Twitter, I've realized that I try to play the Twitter game a little too much, doing these templated threads and like listicles that aren't really my vibe because I think that that's that's the game and it doesn't work for me anyway. It's when I do stuff that is a little bit more complex, is way more me. That's the shit that works. Okay. So for a lot of you, a niche is just too limiting. And especially in the long run, I had a lot of people reach out where they're like, Hey, I went after the narrowly defined niche and it worked and it started to grow, but now I'm super bored and I don't know what to say anymore. And can I start to expand and hell's yeah, you can. 
And it might take some time and you might lose some people along the way, but you will start to find more of your people. Okay. So I'm just going to recap real quick. This is your values, your content, your audience, your uniqueness, right? Your competition-free strategy and your vibe. Bring these things together. This is your brand theme. This is the thing that you are going to use to completely differentiate yourself and set yourself apart and stand out from the crowd on social media or wherever you are trying to build. Okay. It's a little bit different if you're doing it for your business, but I am a big believer that your personal brand is your most powerful and most long lasting and most revenue generating asset. So better invest in that thing. And again, if you are interested in the social writing bootcamp, we will launch in just what? I think it'll be just under three weeks when this episode goes live. The link is in the show notes. And I know our last episode did not have the link. That's my bad. So I will make sure this one does. Um, If you have any questions about it, just hit me up on either an email or on social. We've also put together some payment plans if the payment is cost prohibitive. So just let me know. Would love to have you in there. And you would love Erica. If you actually listen to me, you'll love her 10 times more. She's a freaking badass and has become one of my one of my besties. So yeah, I hope this was helpful. I hope you've got little fuel to build that personal brand. And as always in love and growth, thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed that episode today on the High Growth Founders Podcast. If you love what you heard, subscribe to the show of whatever podcast platform you're tuning in from. Much like this show, I love getting into the good, the bad, and everything in between. So please feel free to express yourself in the reviews of the show. Leaders are the best givers. And after all, we are all here to learn from one another. So please, if this episode made you think of a founder who is leveling up in their business, take a screenshot and share it with them. And if you're looking for some help identifying where you have the most opportunity to grow your startup or yourself, take my growth audit at abetterjones.com slash growth audit. You'll answer some questions about your business and yourself as a leader that will shed some light on where you can improve. Plus, you'll have the chance to book some time with me to talk through your results. Okay, that's what I've got. In love and growth, I am out of here. See you next time.